Shuffle, baby. Welcome back to episode nine. Number nine. I'm Bean. And I'm James Brown. And we watch Lost Out of Order. Once a week. Once a week we do this. We pick a random episode. This week we picked an episode called Not in Portland. It's called that for some for reasons. It's in season three. It's episode seven. Whether you know this or not, it is about the how the show takes place. Not in Portland, Oregon. Yes. That is actually what it's about. Yes, the, the episode the episode's title is Factual, and it is true. Uh, we are pleased to confirm that there are, at least as of yet, zero scenes that take place in Portland, Oregon. Or Portland, Maine, for that matter. Oh, no Portlands. No Portlands. I think those are the two. There may be if others. If you want that, there's a show for that, but it's not Lost. No. They made it after Lost. They did. And what a mistake that was. They should have made it before Lost. <laughs> then Lost wouldn't have had to cover this Ex- whole not important Ex- shit. Exactly. Ah. Hey, guess what? I have a I have a heavy I have a heavy announcement. I have a heavy fact that we have to come to terms with right here and right now. What's going on? Listen. We know, we've we've grown to know Sawyer. We've grown to love Sawyer. <laughs> But it's time to admit that he's no longer the protagonist of the show. Sawyer is not the main character of the show. We it's have a, a new main character. We got a new of the protagonist. We got a new protagonist. Uh, and you'll cl- never guess who it is. Clocking in for her second episode in a row about her. It's Juliet, baby. Juliet's the main character. She's our new protagonist. She doesn't take no guff from nobody. She's mean, and she gets what she wants. But. You think she was always like that? Nuh-uh. She started out as a wild mess who just was trying to get by in this crazy mixed-up world, and the island turned her into pretty much a cold-blooded murderer. (laughs) 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 Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Juliet, Miami Juliet. Yes. So Juliet lived in Miami, Mm -hmm. and she was a pushover. Yeah. She She was, her ex-husband was running her life. Yes. He was, uh, he was owning the company she worked at. Yep, she was, uh, dating all, he was dating all the research assistants, Mm -hmm. and she was just grumbling off into the side. Uh, job opportunities come up, and she just goes, I I, I can't, I can't, my my ex-husband, I, oh my. You wouldn't let me. I'm, I'm a mess. I'm just such a mess. I'm sorry. Cut to her on the island. Steel gaze, p- determined pace. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Jack, your friends can escape now. I'm gonna go make sure it happens." And then you know what she does at the end of the episode? Mer- you'll have to wait till the end you'll, of the episode. You'll have to fucking. You'll have to fucking listen to the whole episode to find out. I think we have dropped it. We Let's definitely, say it. we definitely already, we are definitely already said it. What does she do? Three, two, one. Murder. Murder. Everyone's favorite pastime. Remember that episode, like in season one, where Charlie has like PTSD from committing murder. Oh yeah. That, that morality has kind of gone to it's the wayside. So gone. I think murder is fine if they're a big enough jerk. Murder's okay, but That's only the if they thing. really, really, really deserve it. Um. So, Juliet did a murder. Juliet does do a murder. And it was a good one. It was a good one. It was... F- <laughs> as far as murders go, pretty fun. Finger on a cold steel trigger. Yes. Uh, that was the type mm-hmm. of murder it was. Mm-hmm. Listen, I think Lost is Lost is a show about characters, but I think we can all agree that it's almost like the setting is a second character, and that setting is, of course, Gun. 
gun. <laughs> of course. Yes. Juliet was not a murderer before she came to uh, the island of gun. No. Um, before that, honestly, in none of the flashbacks whatsoever was she seen holding a gun no. or even talking about wanting to hold a gun. No. There were no guns whatsoever. But here on Gun Island, guns <laughs> there left and right. Guns everywhere. I think. I think this. Uh, you think this is a. You think Lost was meant as an allegory for uh, gun control in the states? Yes. How everything is fine. It. Except that does, I'm just realizing that doesn't work because the Juliet was in the states when she wasn't in Miami and she wasn't a murderer. True. Like she was hanging was out in there, Miami. John Locke wasn't a murderer when he was in the States. I don't believe John Locke was a murderer when he was living all over the States. Jack was not a murderer when he was living in the States. Sawyer was a murderer, but he went to Australia to do that murder. Yeah, he didn't even murder in yeah, the States. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know what he murdered with? A mother heckin' gun. A big old gun. You love, you gotta got love, hey, that first episode nailed it. It's all about the guns. It's, that was a good... It set us up for uh, mm-hmm. what the show is about, mm-hmm. which is guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you want to start out? Let's start from the start. From Juliet the start. is the main character Juliet is, the, Juliet is the protagonist. We see her sitting on a beach. <laughs> She's holding a pouch. Uh, and she goes into a down a dimly lit corridor. And she says... Uh, and uh, we see old Ethan, who I don't think... just He's just an... It doesn't matter who Ethan is. He's a Ethan, bit of a dude. Ethan's a dude. We've seen Ethan as an other on the island. Mm-hmm. We've seen him around. He's the guy who Charlie murdered that one time. Um, so we see him, and we're thinking like, "Oh, brother, island life." But then, <laughs> but there's there's another. There's a dimly lit factory. There's a beach. This all has the making of the island. But then Juliet opens the curtains and goes. We sure are in Miami right now, and so it's I, I like, I wonder cool. if people who live in Miami actually do that all the time. They're like, <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's just life in Miami. I mean, we joke, but I live in Montreal, and I constantly am thinking to my, and whenever I see a Montreal thing, I'm constantly thinking to myself, like, just another day in Montreal, baby. Welcome to Montreal. Just life Going in- to the depth. Hey, that's just how it is in Montreal. Get a Saint-Viateur bagel, walk down Park Avenue, Montreal, baby. My rent is affordable and my job pays poorly. Welcome to Montreal, baby. The apartments are narrow and a little bit tilted, but they're weirdly cozy sometimes. (laughs) That's Montreal, baby. Just don't ask your landlord for help. That's Montreal, baby. So I guess we have established that that is a thing that people do. That is a thing. At least least that gets done in Montreal. I started doing it as a joke, and then I realized, oh, I just do that now. It's one of those things. I guess she must have started doing it as a joke, and and then now she just does it. After do you think the next step in our progression as people after we sort of move past the like we're in whatever city mm-hmm. is uh we will get guns and kill people uh yes i think that's exactly the next step for you start out making uh, a half-hearted ironic that turns into sincere uh blatant statements about your city and then the next logical step is uh, bearing arms. Bearing arms mm. um, in order to enact death upon another. Yeah, as, as one does. I actually, I have written here in my notes, um, I have Juliet, the main character, mm-hmm. and then right under it, right before I actually start addressing um, real things about the episode, yes. I have written here, Judge Julie. Yes. I had probably written that two minutes in. I didn't know at the time mm-hmm. that she would actually become 
the person who judges who should live and who should die. She she makes that she makes that decision. She is Judge Julie. She kind of she kind of is that decision. Uh, in this Miami scene, we see also <laughs> she's living. She's uh, got her sick sister there, and she like injects something in there. And we don't really know what it is. <laughs> something in there. Something, something. In the body of her sister. <laughs> yeah, there. Just inject something. That counts there. as there. There's sure. general enough to encompass her body. I in specifically inject something yeah. in the womb Yes, area. yes, in the womb. In the tummy. In the tummy. <laughs> um, and uh, next scene of Juliet. Juliet sneaks into her lab, grabs some supplies for whatever secret research she's doing. Uh, and then while she's sneaking around, her dick ex-husband and uh, the research assistant he's sleeping with uh, stumble in and they're like, oh, hey, Jules, uh, see you're sneaking around. Well, uh, I'm, I'm your ex-husband and I'm a dick and hey, go on to get the lights when you're leaving. Do. And it's just like, oh boy. This, this, what are this they is... about to do oh, in the lab? Nobody knows. No, nobody can say for sure. That's Just wild speculation, gross. rampant. One of the great unanswered questions of the show is what happened when Juliet turned the lights off. I do want to address, um, just in specifically, the shots um, surrounding where she works. Mm -hmm. She uh, she presses to get into the building. Mm -hmm. She presses like a key card, mm -hmm. and on the key card, in big block letters, <laughs> is medical research facility. Yeah. And then later, when she's in her husband's office, mm -hmm. and he is uh, being a jerk. Yeah, he's being like, I want in on whatever you're doing. Behind his uh, head, there's a gigantic book, and mm. all it says on the spine of the book is medicine. Yep. And they, they are hey. not subtle at all with their indicators of where the hell we are right now. Yeah, dude. How else are you going to... What what book are you going to turn to for your medicine, if not medicine? <laughs> if not Good. medicine, the book, the movie. You don't want to accidentally grab, like, Hunger Games. That's not going to help you. True. You don't want to accidentally grab the Bible. Grab, dip into a little medicine next time you feel sick. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, next flashback scene of import is, guess what? Guess who we get to see? We get to see our old friend Ricky. Oh, Richard was there. Richard was there. We I was see... surprised to see him. Yeah. And that was really interesting for mm -hmm. me because I didn't expect him to exist before season six. Oh, he exists. If, not, if I'm not mistaken, this is his first canonical appearance. Uh, if you'll recall, Rick, Ricky is the boy who... Uh, came to the island in like the 1800s and tried to kill Jacob and uh, ended up being a his ageless representative on the island. Richard was my first introduction to how absolutely fucked up the mm. show Lost got. Mm -hmm. And it was my first introduction to season six. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was very surprising for me to see that mm -hmm. he did exist in season three. Mm -hmm. he's, because he's I thought that he was just tacked on and was like, Mm -hmm. uh, like we're running out of ideas. Let's yep. invent the four hundred year old mm -hmm. man sort of thing. But uh, the four hundred year old man. More, yeah, it was more like they tacked on the four hundred year old man to this random guy. Uh -huh. they were that sort of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but it definitely is like revisiting all like his like early Ricky scenes is always a treat. Knowing like, hey, you were you were uh, <laughs> like you. <laughs> I saw your wife die three hundred years ago. I saw ago. your I saw your wife die, and you I got saw your wife come back. Beat up by a priest. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> you uh, were sold into slavery 
You're all, you survived on a boat for like years and years and years. And then uh, and now you're trying to re- came after you. Yeah, and now you're trying to recruit Juliet to uh, some kind of vague science thing. Um, he's, in Portland. Yeah, exactly. His whole pitch is like, "Hey, come live in Portland. There we got bikes, we got hikes, we got all you need." That is funny how that's the pitch. He's yeah. like. Hey, you can hike on these trails mm-hmm. and look at these smiling mm-hmm. middle-aged mm-hmm. people on two bicycles. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Juliet's like, I don't know. And Richard's like, well, check out this uh, x-ray of a womb. Looks pretty crazy, right? Looks pretty <laughs> messed up. Well, what do you say you try to come fix it? And Juliet's like, I don't know. Uh, I could never do it. My ex-husband would never let me. And uh, Richard's like, what do you mean, your ex-husband? Well, it's truly there's something we can work out. And Juliet gets flustered and goes, yeah, well, maybe if he got hit by a bus, maybe that would solve my problems. And then she immediately goes, oh, my God, that's so inappropriate. Why would I say something like that? This is so embarrassing. As you can see, I'm so flustered. I'm a mess. I just am not cut out for this whole, my whole murder life in the future. I just am so different from there. How could I possibly be the same person? Why don't you, why don't the viewer join me on the journey? That was an incredibly accurate um, redepiction of her monologue. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a loose paraphrase, but uh, I it think was, it was really it was, good. Uh, it was less loose than I expected it to be. <laughs> as soon as you delivered the hit by a bus line, yeah. you like completely unraveled in the exact same way that she did. I kind of yeah. I mean, I I relate a lot to Juliet in that I am a hot mess and I hope to become a, <laughs> a murderer. I hope to eventually become a cold a cold blooded murderer <laughs> slash slash incredibly gifted anesthesiologist. Well, I think the the uh, the message of the show Lost has and always will be there is hope. Yeah. Um. So there's hope. Yeah, there's hope for me. I'll, Juliet I'll, can be your guiding light. I think so. I think that's I think that's gonna be have to be my plan. We uh, I actually heard of this wild job in Sackville oh, for yeah? six months. Yeah. Yeah. You just go there for six months and. Uh, but it's not actually in Sackville. Also, you'll uh, need a gun. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you got me. It's starting. <laughs> I love the... Oh, my God. Okay, we need to get to that reveal because it's definitely my favorite thing ever, and now I'm going to start saying it to people. It's not It's not actually in Montreal. It's not actually in the Mile End. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, not... we're not quite in the Mile End. <laughs> we're not quite in the Mile End. Actually, we're very, very far away. Yeah. Um... Uh, what ends up happening is, uh, his, the, the, whatever he's doing, she's doing on his sister, his sister's like, it works, it's a miracle, I can have a baby now, you should follow this opportunity. Uh, Juliet goes to confront her ex-husband about it, he says, it works, but also, I don't want to work with you anymore. And her, and the ex-husband goes, well, what are you talking, steps into the street and gets hit by a bus. (laughs) Which is incredible. It is incredible. Um, literally not credible. Literally, I literally unbelievable. Incredible actually, in the truest sense of the word. Actually, completely something I don't believe. Yeah, because what we are supposed to believe within mm-hmm. this scenario is that the husband was killed mm-hmm. by the yeah. organization on the island. Exactly. They hit him with a bus because Juliet said that's what needed to happen. Exactly. But and he stepped out into traffic yeah. while a speeding bus was going by. Exactly. It didn't swerve into him. Exactly. Or he stepped in front of a speeding bus. Exactly. It's the the amount of like 
Like, I love to imagine just, like, Ricky sitting in the bus just like, fucking please, please just <laughs> Exactly. We've and then, been like, driving by this guy for yeah, days he's, now. They're, he's, they're, he's, they're just, like, tailing him, like, down the sidewalk, <laughs> like, mm, is he going to fall? Oh, we can't really it up to 70 miles an hour. <laughs> he's near, he's within the, he's, like, a foot of the he's curb. Going. Um, it finally worked. It finally worked. After months of pursuing him with a bus, it paid off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Juliet is forced to go to the morgue to ID the body, and guess who shows up at the morgue completely inappropriately? Ethan and Ricky yeah. show up to make their pitch one last time. They're in the and they're morgue and they're the dead body, and their excuse is like, "Well, that's just how serious we are." And Juliet puts two and two together and says, "I said the bus thing," and Ricky's like, "That's could never happen. That's so impossible." You're and to be fair, if that was their plan. It is impossible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who's gonna believe her? Obviously, um, and like, uh, and they're making their pitch, and and Juliet's like, "Well, can I bring my sister?" And Richard says, "No, it's actually kind of remote." What are you talking about? It's in Portland. Mm, actually, we're not quite in Portland. <laughs> Ooh, and then the music gets all dramatic and ooh, it wasn't Portland at all it was the island Gun Island it sucks Juliet must have went there and been like oh man where are all the indie bands yeah where's where's Fred Armisen uh, we don't know enough about Portland <laughs> to effectively make fun of it's it. true we don't <laughs> Sorry, Portland. Sorry. Sorry. We're gonna stick to hyper localized Montreal references, and then and then even further hyper hyper localized maritime province <laughs> yeah. references. I was trying to think of what the Portland of Canada was, but we just don't have one. I don't think we have one. <laughs> Maybe Montreal. Nah, I don't know. Montreal is like something else weird. <laughs> it's something else weird. I feel like Montreal is its own special brand. Ma- of the Island is the Portland of Canada. I definitely don't like hearing that. I don't like it being true. <laughs> Um, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, the thing I liked about that scenario yeah. though too was like she was like he needs to get hit by a bus. Yeah. And Richard, the four hundred year old man with four hundred <laughs> years of life experience, was not like, hey, maybe we can like kill him and then if he's dead he can't stop her. He was like, okay, well I guess we literally need to hit this man with a bus. Yeah. That's the only way to get yeah, her. They're on, they're on some genie's curse shit because they gotta be down to the letter of the wish. <laughs> gotta be a bus. There's no other way about like, it. Oh my god. Uh, guys, I would really like to go with you but he had a heart attack and I said bus. <laughs> oh. Actually, I'm gonna stay here with my pregnant sister with a uh, with a big question mark of a disease. Yeah, they never really established what her disease is. I don't uh, think, other than lack of baby. The um, disease is defined by lack of baby, mm-hmm. lack of hair, mm-hmm. oxygen tank. Yes, it's all the the hallmarks of your generic disease. <laughs> your, your vague sickness. A lot of men are suffering from lack of baby. Yeah, it's true. I've, I'm, I'm suffering from lack of baby. I don't have a baby. Yeah. And frankly, I don't think there will ever be a baby inside of me. Get Juliet over here. Because that was her claim to fame. That's the reason that yes. Richard found her in all his 400 years. Mm-hmm. He had never heard of someone who successfully impregnated a male field mouse. To be fair, that's pretty incredible. It is pretty cool. So, theoretically, I could have a baby if I knew Juliet. 
Which yeah. is good to know. Yeah. We'll just have to get her off a of gun island somehow. <laughs> meanwhile, by <laughs> season six, hopefully yeah. we will. Hopefully. Uh, but meanwhile, on Gun Island, uh, this episode takes place immediately after uh, the Taco Crisis episode, which is to say <laughs> that, uh, which is to say that Ben is in surgery, but Jack has just sliced open the thingy, the one artery that takes an hour to kill Ben or whatever, and he said like, if Kate and Sawyer don't get off the island safely, I won't fix Ben, and Ben dies. And this whole episode kind of revolves around the resolution of that whole mess. And it's it's it is really incredible mm-hmm. to watch this. Like everyone's like counting down. They're mm-hmm. like, "You have twenty seven minutes left before he dies." Yeah. And I don't know how that works. I don't. I. Where is the one hour artery? It's like it takes exactly one hour to bleed out, and yeah. we can count it down to the specific minute. Yeah, I'm no doctor, but I'm definitely gonna call some baloney on that. On the like secret like, <laughs> the, 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 it takes an hour every, exactly an hour. Every th- it's like one of those like doctors hate him things. Exactly. Yeah. Which to be fair, doctors would hate him. They would hate him. Yeah, because of the crimes he's committing. Sure. He could he could hold so many surgeries hostage. Exactly. Um. Okay, um, let me look at my notes to try to make sense of because a lot happens on the island, and then I'm trying to figure out what exactly to parse. Um, so Sawyer and Kate are running around. Yes, they're trying to get off the old island. Yeah, they're trying to get off the old island and onto the island, onto the main island. They're trying to get off Gun Island and onto Smoke Island. Yes, exactly. Those are the two islands. Gun Island is very tiny. Uh, uh, and they're they're they escape from the cages, uh, but they're being pursued by uh, what's his name, mean the mean the mean guy. Uh, and they're like having a stealth. They're having a real stealth section in the woods, a real shoot it shootout, uh, thanks to gun. And uh, they are really shooting at each other and missing yep, a lot. Yep. Sawyer takes a shot, misses. Danny takes a shot, misses. Kate takes a shot, misses. Finally, the only person with any accuracy appears, and it's Alex, <laughs> the child, the gifted child who shows up at all the opportune moments and also has the single deadliest slingshot ever. <laughs> Literally a slingshot with, like, rocks in it uh-huh. aimed at people's necks. The only person who can possibly hit anything yes. is a teenage girl with a slingshot. Yes. I mean, Which if, I was a teenage, if I was a teenage girl with nothing to do on Gun Island, you know I'd be perfecting my slingshot skills. You're not giving me a gun yet. I guess I'd... Better get my slingshot skills better. <laughs> Just a really good impersonation of Alex. <laughs> That's how she sounds. All right. It's I, I I can just imagine this scenario on the island where everyone is like so like all these kids are growing up and they're so good at using slingshots mm-hmm. and they can like they'll be in one building mm-hmm. and they can. They're aiming at the sidewalk and they're just sniping people's heads with these slingshots. Want... And then they put a gun in their hand and they're like, I can't hit anything. I, I don't know what the hell this thing <laughs> is. I'm just firing like what guns kind of... into the open air until it runs out of bullets. And I go, damn, we got no more bullets. This is a weird stick. Where's the flingy back part? <laughs> Give me uh, back my slingshot. I'm oh, imagining... that would be so sick to put bullets in a slingshot. Maybe that's what she's doing. Here's, here's what I want to see. Here's what I want to see. I want to see every single like gun in related scene in this fucking show replaced with slingshots. I want oh, like that would be so nice. But then people would start getting hit. 
Well, that's exactly it. The show would go very differently because everybody would die from slingshot. Richard would not have lived to be 400 no, years old. No, absolutely. Richard staggers down the beach, slingshot in hand. <laughs> and directly kills the devil himself. Kills, kills the devil himself in one stroke. Um, anyways, uh, Alex hides Kate and Sawyer, and uh, Alex is like, Hey, I've got a boat. I can get you off the island. But here's the hook. You gotta go rescue my boyfriend, Carl, who's in prison over there. Uh, <laughs> Carl in prison. What? I forget why Carl is in prison. Um, what's, um, they go to the prison, and guess who's guarding the prison? Guess who's guarding the prison? You know who's guarding the prison. It's Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The skinniest version of that man I have ever seen. It's truly a skinny... It's very, very wild seeing him, like, attempt to, like, act seriously. Yeah, because I've never seen him do anything but, no. like, the most absurd... It's show. really it's really surreal. I imagine, like, this, in my mind, puts Lost in the It's Always Sunny canon somehow. Yeah. Like, they share a universe now. Um, and also, I just want to, like... The gang goes to Gun Island. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not far off from an actual episode title, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure this just came about because, like, the showrunners were just fans of It's Always Sunny, by the way. Really? Yeah, I feel... I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure... Does that work out chron... Yeah, it does. It's it does. Always Sunny is on, like, season 12. Yeah, now. It's Always Sunny is the, Holy like, time-wise, the longest-running live-action sitcom. Really? Not episode-wise. I think Big Bang has that on lock, but I think it has a year on Big Bang. Wow, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's really something. And it's still, apparently, pretty consistently good. Yeah, I stopped that. I don't know why I stopped. I mean, there's I so like much. That, there's that, so that, much. That'll be our next project, is watching It's Always Sunny Out of Order. <laughs> Can you believe it makes next to no difference? <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, we get to a season and it's like, hey, Max fat again. Yeah, exactly. We're wearing Some... Hawaiian shirts. Exactly. Uh, sometimes they look younger, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, so Mac is there, and they beat him up and uh, uh, coax out the information of where Carl is. And they go to rescue Carl, and we get a really crazy scene uh, where Carl is being held in like a Clockwork Orange style uh -huh. like chair. He's like being medicated. He's wearing like these goggles and like this Aphex Twin like gnarly drum and basses playing. And like it's like 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 just a bunch of sounds and like overwhelming like like there's like something being projected and it's like just like flash 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 image 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 a lot of small images a lot of small images flower 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 I I I I I weird text that says like think about your life and it's like funny too because like in a Clockwork Orange mm -hmm. it's like. They specifically mm -hmm. show things, like, sort of related to each other. Yeah. I forget if it's, like, a bunch of violence or something. It's, like, uh, I think it's, like, v like, violence and sex and then, like, mixed with, like, pain. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, so, like, to, they, like, make yeah. you dislike these things so viscerally. Exactly. But in this one, Lost is just showing a constant loop of nothing in particular. Nothing in particular. It can be, like... Dolls, a man's face, some flowers. Yeah. Like birds in the sky. It's That's not, really gonna change it's, him. It's literally like, uh, it feels like I went to like a concert that I didn't really want to be at. Uh -huh. I felt like I went to like an art show and I was like, well, I don't really get this. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad there's cheap beer here, but like, oh. I'm glad, and I'm glad someone's having a good time. But I, I'm. 
I'm not. I'm not here for this, really. I'm going back to the Myland. Yeah, I'm going back to the. I mean, no, this would be in the heart of the Myland. I, I assume. I mean, does it have a heart? I don't think it does. Uh, anyways, they rescue him, <laughs> um, and, and they eventually get off the island. Oh, there's yeah. a really great moment right after they rescue him when like oh, yeah. Sawyer is carrying him yep, out, yep. and Alex goes. Is he okay? <laughs> to Sawyer. As if Sawyer will have any idea of yeah. what the state is what of this, this boy. Of this, of this poor boy who has been, like, riding riding some crazy gravy train yeah. for, who know, for who knows how long. And what's Sawyer supposed to be like? Oh, yeah, he looks fine. Yeah, or he's yeah, like... I've seen him for a whole or, minute now. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, he was doing he was doing this. He was going through the uh, Ludovico procedure for how... Depends exactly. on how long he was in. I don't know. He's obviously, like... You better not have had him in there for more mm-hmm. than 30 hours. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he'll suffer, like, mm-hmm. permanent damage of the uh, ethics. Exactly. Um, let's go back to the operating room. For a sec. Oh, I love the OR. The OR, where Ben is. Where Ben is ticking down everyone, like clockwork. Everyone's kind of... Uh, Juliet takes charge for a second and tells the one nameless guy there to go find... To go to go after Kate and Sawyer. And Jack says, oh, what, you think I'm bluffing? And Juliet basically is like, no, buh. Um, and some... A lot happens and it's a lot of, you know... This, this, that, and the other. But eventually, what happens is, uh, amidst all the hubbub, the arguing, uh, Ben inexplicably wakes up. As he kind of, he, he kind of like sleep open spine surgery. during open spine surgery when you've been anesthetized and also had your secret artery nicked. Uh, <laughs> after a secret, while, he's like, "I know I only have thirty-seven minutes left. I want to mm-hmm. be alive for mm-hmm. these last ones. Mm-hmm. That's enough for an episode and a half mm-hmm. of Friends." Exactly. And uh, Ben kind of groggily goes, "I need to talk to Juliet," and he says to Juliet, "Like, hey, go, go, let go, help them, let them, let them go." Um, and so Juliet goes off and uh, catches up with uh, catches up with uh, the others who are chasing. Kate and Sawyer and goes call it off Ben said call it off but the others are going the Danny is going no I know I don't believe you first of all and also I'm mad and a dick I'm a jerk and I want to crush those dudes and I know that's what Ben would really want I I don't trust you I want to have another really great scene where I swear that I'm gonna kill Sawyer and have like 20 seconds of me pointing a gun directly at his face just to have something happen in the 21st second. And his wish comes true, because that's exactly what happens. (laughs) He points a gun at Sawyer for 20 seconds Mm. for like the 8th time in the Mm. life going, I'll pull the trigger, I'll do it, I'll do it. This is it. No no running away from this (laughs) one, Sawyer. Finally, your up and says come. Uh, And then... Uh, who should emerge from the woods but Juliet, who cold blood shoots Danny dead. Which is sick. And then is like, all right, you guys go. I'll take care of this. Uh, also, Alex, you have to stay behind uh, because that's definitely the only way that your boyfriend gets out of here is if you agree to stay behind. But the rest of you, Sawyer, Kate, Carl, get on this boat, sail back th- to the island. And I should clarify that this is a really fucking nasty ass boat. It's like a, oh, it's, it's so like a two per, it's a two person dinghy. Uh, there's paddles. There's like 
There's an ineffective sail. There's a purely cosmetic sail. <laughs> they like hoist it and then immediately just start paddling. <laughs> yeah. And because it because because it out of that because boat. it immediately they hoist it and then it just like falls over <laughs> immediately. It's just like made, held together with like paper clips and rubber bands. It's such a like non boat. Uh, but yeah. they but they ride it into that deep blue and start heading back to that island. And you know what? We can only assume mm-hmm. that they make it back. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, once Jack hears the news, Jack finishes the surgery, and Jack says, uh, asks Juliet what the deal, what Ben said to to him, and Juliet says, "Well, I agreed to do it because Ben said." He would finally let me go. I would have been on this island for three years, and I want to go home. Fair. And that's the episode. I wonder if in Juliet's mind, she's like, well, I I told Jack that I want to go home, but... What I really want to do is finally fucking live in Portland for six months. Yeah. He's like, you promised me Portland. Take me to fucking Portland. I want to see all the drawbridges. <laughs> if I remembered another thing about Portland. I remembered another vague thing about Portland. I want to ride a... They told me I could hike and ride bikes. <laughs> yes. There's no bikes here. There's tons of hiking, but it's all scary. True. There's a smoke monster out there. Also, guns. There's too many guns. Uh, there's some other things I want to mention about this episode. Uh, I have two LMAOs specifically, <laughs> and one is directed at Juliet's ex being like the prime sleaze bag, and one of them is directed at the Aphex Twin room that Carl is trapped in. Um, that was such. That's such a weird call. It was really. Not a good idea. It I was think. bad. It was definitely just like let's let's do something weird, and it yeah. was just like I don't I don't think it ever comes up again. Let's just take like a mm. very famous scene from a very famous like American work. Yeah, and just and fuck then it up. just yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like make it meaningless. Yeah. you know what was cool about that that uh, that whole scene in Clockwork Orange? Uh, just like all the how fucking weird it was, dude. Yeah, it was just so weird. I don't remember specifically what they were doing, yeah. but I think there was a projector mm-hmm. and his eyes were open. You know that? You know? I don't know if you've seen that meme where it's like the uh, there's a bunch of variations of it where it's like um, the example they give is uh, like George R. R. The, there's one. I don't think this is the original, but the one I keep seeing is the. It's George R. R. Martin. Uh, there's a arcing arrow, and above it, it says like war is like war is bad and violence degrades culture. And then uh, underneath that arc is a pic of the showrunners of Game of Thrones looking at George R. R. Martin and saying, "Wow, cool red wedding," and stuff. And so, like, that's kind of what I feel like is happening What's here. The red wedding. The it's. I just realized I talked for like a long time. It's a Game of Thrones thing. You wouldn't understand. It's a it's a real Game of Thrones thing. They should show a picture of J.J. Abrams going, guns are bad, and also Portland for six months. Mm Mm-hmm. They should. We should make that picture. I would look at that picture. I would use my mobile data on that picture. I think that's worth spending mobile data on. What? Is something that you spent your mobile data on that you wish you hadn't? 
Um, lots, to be honest. Yeah. Lots of things. I well, the thing is, when you've just moved and you don't have internet, you're 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 for anything you need it. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like, well, I just need a taste of that online. Just give me. What if something happened today? Exactly, and what then you have one on notification, it? and it's that it was some asshole's birthday. Yeah, and it's just like whatever. Great, I'm glad I spent that data. God, um, dang it. I have one more. Stephen Darosh. Who? I hope Stephen Darosh is not a real person, and you didn't just call. I, them yeah, out. I don't know Stephen Darosh. Okay. That's why it took me a second. I was like, "Don't name a real person. Don't name a real person." <laughs> you just had to make up a, the plainest sounding name <laughs> exactly. you could. Stephen Darosh. Okay. After I said the word Stephen, I had to quickly go through a list of every Stephen that I know and mm. make sure to not say that. Yep. Good. <laughs> Imagine did we call it your brother by mistake. God. Dang it, Steven, my brother! <laughs> uh, one final thing I want to mention. I'm pretty sure we've covered pretty much everything. I just really want to say, I have a note here that says, fucking love Tom. I love Tom. Tom is so good. Oh, Tom! Yeah. I, it took me a second to remember who Tom was. I really liked the moment in this one where Juliet is talking to a dying Ben, mm-hmm. and Tom and Jack are on like the other side of the glass. Mm-hmm wall mm-hmm. and tom is to jack like i'm tom by the way <laughs> yeah. it's like shit it's really good there's a lot of good there's also later when jack is actually doing the surgery um which by the way jack is actually like doing the proper surgery and then like accidentally fucks up again and for a second is like oh no maybe it's gonna fail this time but like yeah it's it's fine it all turns out fine um, but during that scene, uh, Tom is just, like, off to the side, like, huffing, like, he's just, like, like, breathing huffing it. through a mask. He's, he's huffing through a mask, and he's just like, oh, I really don't like blood. Oh, no. Um, Too bad I'm at an open cavity surgery. Oh, jeez. Oh, this is awesome. And she's like, this is a really, re- they really go out of their way to humanize Tom yeah, in this episode. Yeah, they really do. It's and very I, funny. I honestly kind of love it, because up to this point, Tom has been, like, Tom is the buddy who, like, kidnaps Walt way uh-huh. back in the day. It's sort of cute. It sort of reminds me of, like, what they do with uh, Mike Ehrmantraut in yeah. uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's exactly Whenever you like start that. to meet his granddaughter and yeah. stuff, and you're like, oh, I really, really like this guy. Oh, uh, I really like this guy. He may be a, kind of a monster, but he's also a dude I could probably hug. Exactly. I'd probably give this dude a good hug. I bet he'd make a really good mall hmm. Santa. And also as the only canonically gay character on the show. I uh, gotta, gotta, gotta give him, uh, gotta give him the props he deserves. Mad ups for that, Tom. Mad ups, breaking ground when Brown didn't want to get broken. Mm-hmm. I think I just said Brown instead of yeah. ground. Breaking Brown. <laughs> that is a tough. Yeah. yeah. Tough, uh, tough. That's that's what I'm gonna do to you if you keep up this oh. attitude. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Juliet, close the lights on your way out. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a... <laughs> what are you, like... As a, I'm sorry, what exactly... <laughs> like, because the implication in the original scene is, like, close the lights so I can have some fun with this younger lady that's not you. Younger, if, taller lady. Younger, taller I do, lady. I do like how yeah. that dude specifically only dates women who are taller than him, and yeah. he's, like, not that mm-hmm. short. Exactly. But here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. If I'm Juliet, you're Juliet's ex, uh-huh. 
Then who was younger, taller lady? Um. <laughs> okay, so you're Juliet. I am that bad man. Yeah. Um. I am also younger, taller lady. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just. So you just want me out of here so you can drink it. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I mean, um. And you want me to shut the lights so that you can drink? <laughs> I can only do it in the dark. <laughs> ah, this got weird. This got weird. This, as it tends to, you can tell when we're when we're uh, out of steam and feeling weird. Feeling, but you know what? Hey. That's when it's time to you know get Juliet to turn off the lights hey. and. Uh, yes. Ah, oh, Juliet. Oh, Juliet. I love our new. How do you feel about our new protagonist? I. She's great. I'm. I'm all in. You're all in on Juliet. I like it. Because, well, I thought this was a great episode. Mm-hmm. I thought, or yeah, I thought you, her story was intriguing. How, how did you actually like this episode? We didn't I even really talk good. about that. I thought it was one of the better ones that yeah, we saw. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I, like, enjoyed, and I don't think it was great, but there was a lot of, like, silliness that I enjoyed. Exactly. There was a lot of, like, uh, uh, I got the sense of, like, because, like, the surgery plotline obviously is nonsense. It's but it feels completely ridiculous. But it feels like they're having a lot of fun with it. It feels like they're like not like a, not like a huge amount of fun, but it doesn't feel like they're taking it super duper seriously. It's sort of funny because every like life or death threat scenario yeah. within the episode yeah. is so unrealistic or yep. so bizarre. Like yep. with the surgery, it just makes no sense that yep. they have this countdown to yep. like when all his blood exactly. is gone from his body yeah. and with uh with the bus thing it's like that is just an absurd so... way to murder somebody yeah if you just think about that for longer than a second it falls apart um and then with like Sawyer and Kate are constantly being chased but yeah. they're always just like yeah it's always... They're always they always have like a 20 minute head start yeah, exactly. and then somehow they all get... of a sudden the person shows up right behind them like yeah two seconds after they get out of the woods or something. It's, yeah, there's a lot of, disc- like, they, like the danger happens just arbitrarily when the episode dictates it. Yeah. And, you know, and like, as, it also helps with us, like, we know Kate, Sawyer, and Jack are not gonna freaking yeah, die. Exactly. But we I know, mean, we I know can't Ben's even imagine not- a scenario where you feel that their lives are at risk. Exactly, yeah. Them in real time. Exactly, yeah. It's because- like, by this point, by this point, you, you know the fucking show's tricks. Yeah, exactly. They're always gonna try to kill exactly. the people and uh, there's most of them will never die. Most and then will never die. The second that they finally pull the trigger and kill John Locke, they're like, yeah, but we're bringing him back. Yeah, we're bringing him back. He's dead, but he's not like He's dead. not really dead. Uh, poor is he? Ooh. Ooh. I haven't seen him die. I'm really excited for that episode. Yeah, you haven't seen him die. There's a lot you haven't seen. Uh, I was like having like a real staring down the barrel moment when I realized like, oh, we've got a lot of loss to watch. And then I was like, the kind of reverse where I was like, we got so much lost. Yeah. There's so much, like, crazy shit you haven't seen. We haven't even seen a season five episode yet. I know. It's really funny that we're, this is the second time yeah. in nine episodes that we got two episodes that are back to back. True, yeah. Which, I mean, what are the chances of that? I don't feel like calculating it. Let's do it. No, let's okay. not do it. Let's not do it. Let's say, good, let's say our sweet goodbyes. I think I've said everything I need to say about this sweet episode called Not in Portland. I think it was a really great episode. I liked it a lot. It's definitely, like, up there. Top three episodes so far, I think. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, fun ep. I, I love Gun Island. Uh, Sawyer had a gun. Sawyer had a gun. Kate had a gun. 
Danny had a gun. New murderer today. New murderer. Hey, round of applause for Juliet, the newest murderer. New murderer on the island, everybody. Hey. We did it. We did it. Great. Yeah. Said, All of NASA is celebrating yeah. right now in that fucking Woo! room. Hugs. You know, you know that room. Champagne's getting popped. Exactly. Hugs are being given out. Tears are being wiped. We did it. New murderer. They said it could never be done, but we finally found a new murderer on Gun Island. <laughs> This seems like an appropriately dumb note to end the show on. Uh, I've been Bean. I've been James. Thanks for listening, and get lost.